What's up, Dunwoody? We did the show at City Hall yesterday and talk a little bit about the upcoming public workshop about the uh, Village Master Plan. The wonderful Jennifer Betcher joined us to record her segment about Dunwoody events in July, and she brought along Richard McLeod. Richard McLeod became our Director of Community Development in Dunwoody a couple years ago. If you've never visited uh, downtown Woodstock or the Avalon in Alpharetta, Google them. Looking at overhead photos, you can see what makes these areas different than our current village. All of the buildings are moved up to the street, and the parking is in the back. Downtown Woodstock and Avalon are designed that way because of Richard. Those are his last two jobs as Director of Community Development. Richard McLeod was brought to Dunwoody to make it a walkable city, a city with a sense of community. How cool would it be if the village was like downtown Roswell? You park your car, then you go walk to shopping, then you walk to dinner, and you can walk to a local brewery. Your car never moves. Sounds cool, right? This type of thing takes a long time and will require a lot of change. Uh, Sometimes folks in Dunwoody are a little scared of change. During the recording of this episode, Richard dropped a couple of ideas for the village that even scared me a little bit. Number one was dividing up the larger village parcels by running small roads through the middle of them, either private or public roads. Number two was turning the intersection of Mount Vernon and Chambly Dunwoody into a giant roundabout. So how's that for a teaser for the episode? Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics is our sponsor. I know he'd love to see changes in the village. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a local real estate agent. Less than 10% of you are moving this year, but all of you know somebody that is moving, so please pass my name along. My co-host's name is Justin Dyke. Justin is a software developer and founder of PoolDues.com and CartoonSmart.com. If you're attending the parade next Thursday, make sure you stop by our tent at the end. We'll be right next to the judges' table, celebrating with 35,000 of our closest friends. Our wonderful 4th of July parade is brought to you by... Presenting sponsors, The Reporter Newspaper, the Dunwoody Homeowners Association. Gold sponsors include EEP Events, Discover Dunwoody, and the City of Dunwoody. Silver level are Cap Concepts, Dunwoody Urgent Care, Crema, Dunwoody Animal Medical Center, Sky Zone, Northside Hospital, the Rotary Club of Dunwoody, EMC Green, and the Atlanta Academy. Bronze level sponsors are Cycle Bar, Renaissance Bank, Redfin, Piedmont Bank, DeKalb County Republicans, DeKalb Democrats, Mr. Terry Nall for Mayor, Stacey Harris for City Council, Brandon Beach for Congress, Dunwoody Pharmacy, Hobnob, Endeavor Montessori School, and What's Up Dunwoody. Here's our show going over the village a little bit. Uh, Make sure you make it to the meeting this Saturday. It's going to be interesting. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're here at City Hall with um, Jennifer Betcher and Richard McLeod. Um, I don't know where we're going today. We're going to talk about the master plan, right? That's right, in a big meeting on Saturday. Um, That means a quick turnaround for this podcast, Um, but it's really important. We want to get everybody out to um, take part in this workshop that will be from 1 to 4 on Saturday at Vintage Pizza in in the Village. And Richard's been working very closely with our planning firm, TSW, for this. I think the coolest part will be a walking tour, which will come right in the middle, about 2 to 3, where you'll actually get to walk with these planners and have them sort of walk us through what... um, what the zoning could be for this area. I mean, it's a long process, but it's really moving forward, and this is a an important step. Can I bring spray paint to kind of mark out like where I think things should go? I think actually, that might be a actually, problem. Actually, there are uh, spray painted areas, um, streetscapes, and whatnot. Are so. there really already? Well, no, but Saturday there will be. Wow. So well. I learned something here. Are you going, Justin? Yeah, I'm going to try to go. That's a real commitment if you're really spray painting stuff. Yes. It's going to be changed. (laughs) Yeah, but to visualize the depth of the sidewalk, for example, you could have a five-foot sidewalk 
or 12 foot sidewalk or anything in between and getting out and walking it and feeling it is very different than seeing it on a piece of paper. And Richard and I have talked a lot um, behind the scenes about the difference between last year's meeting, which was heavily attended, and there was a lot of input in this meeting. And last year was sort of really a visioning. What do you want? What do you see? And more of an angry mob mentality? um, More of a uh, sort of open canvas. Gotcha. And we got a lot of ideas. And now it's really zeroing in on those ideas, getting into the specifics, and making those ideas part of the actual zoning. And so, um, so it's not what in the world do you want, but how do you make what you told us you wanted, how do you make that happen? And that's really what this will be. And I think one of the most interesting parts of it is the idea of breaking up the open parking spaces and, and areas um, with more streets to make it more walkable. Um, and Richard can explain that. But that, in my mind, that was kind of a wow moment when I, when I looked at some of the maps, like, you know, cutting it up which sounds bad, but it really makes it, um, just gives it a whole new character. Essentially, there's one north-south street uh, and one east-west street in the village. Mount Vernon and uh, Shambly Dunwoody. Yeah, but is Regency going to let you cut through their land? I mean, um, or is it not all Regency? So it's not all Regency. Um, We met with Regency and several of the property owners. Um, first before anybody else Um, because it was important to us to acknowledge that they own the land um, and get their feedback we're probably pushing them farther than they want to go but we'll see where it goes is is there any cost to them though I mean if you just say hey listen we want to do all this stuff just let us do it you know we'll foot the bill it would be all the cost on them wouldn't it Um, potentially so um, you might pay for a road here and there right if you um, cut their land in half. <laughs> you know, they could do private streets or we could make them public streets. So, And it's a process. Right. As soon as the zoning goes into place, this doesn't happen the next month right. or, yeah. or even within that first year or two. That it's over time. It's as the owners decide they want to make changes to their properties, but they would have to do it within the parameters of this new zoning that has been developed with all of this input from people who say, I want park space here. I want more walkable development. I want rooftop bars. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So that's all part of what goes into this zoning process. And that's why it's so important, because if it's not in the zoning, um, you know, rewrite, then it may not happen. It's like uh, when we did the last update in 2011 or 13, um, they wrote the plan, but the plan is a a plan, and they never took it and wrote the zoning code for it. So we're taking the plan and updating it, and we're going to write the zoning code for it. And that should happen before the end end of the year is the goal is to get that zoning in place to get it approved by council. So this is a really important piece of it. Okay. And it, public input is important, too. I mean, again, it's not really the visioning that we had last year, but we still there are decisions to be made about how high will the buildings go and what the uses of the buildings. And, and um, so there there are still big decisions that require input from people who live here and will use all of these areas. Yeah. And we also printed out 100 or so uh, of the flyers and we walked around and gave them out to pe- uh, all the shop owners. So we want them to be a part of it. So, 
Yeah, it seems like they're pretty the the most important part of it, right? Right. Because they would have to go to Regency and say, "Yeah, this is the stuff that we really want." Yep. You know, now go pay for it. Right. Yeah, I don't know how you leverage them to to just do it without. Is Regency going to be there on Saturday? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We invited him, and he said he was going to be there. Yeah. They need to see what everybody is saying. Right. What do you want to see in the village? Or with the village, uh, I love your rooftop bar rooftop idea. Bars. There may all be, rooftop bars. Yeah, every every corner yeah. for sure. But um, but no, I li- I really like the idea of making it more walkable. I mean, I love the village, um, uh, but I think everybody wants to see a revitalization and sort of a reimagining of it without you know completely changing the character, but um, bringing more life to it. And I mean, you know, there are sort of vast areas of open parking spaces. And so um, figuring out how to how to reconfigure those and um, and just revitalize it. I think everybody wants to see that it'll take some time and there's only so much the city can honestly do. A lot of it is sort of the business, you know, the uh, the private um, investment in businesses. I mean, if you have a, a, a an owner who's doing very well, it's hard to convince them in some cases to, you know, put the brakes on that and shut down. I mean, people say, oh, let's bulldoze the village. Well, you know, that just won't happen. I mean, first of all, the city doesn't own that land. We can't um, require uh, these, you know, we we can put the zoning in and these codes in, but until the business owners decide they want to make changes and it's economically, um, there are incentives for them to do so, then it's tough to do. So we as a city are doing what we can and um and and hopefully this will this will happen well the, yeah this seems like the starting place so i guess yeah what you do is you, you go to read and see you say you, all right there's going to be now four extra spots on your land to be able to put a new business but to do that you're going to have to put a little bit of green space right uh, artificial turf for people right. to play on well the first like thing is, is the roads okay I mean, the, the people will go and shop or play where they can get to so it's hard to get to some parts of the village. Um, so that we're starting with the roads, and then the parking, and then the green space, and then eventually the, the structures. Are we so widening roads? Is that what we're talking about? Probably uh, lessening roads. But, but getting more sidewalk, is that right? Correct. Okay. Um, and the new roads, in new roads through the middle, and you think, oh well, then that's more cars. But these would be narrow roads with very low, you know, um, low speed limits. Yep. And the idea would be that to incentivize walking. Right. Yeah. Avalon style. Exactly. Yes. Roswell style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roswell style. In Woodstock. I mean, yes. This is the third time I've done this, and the results are will probably play out in themselves. Um, Avalon's got lots of little roads too, I guess, right? Sure, sure. sure. Yeah, I don't feel uh, encumbered by the cars that are, and they're usually driving really slow because they're trying to show off their, you know, their vehicle. Yeah, one of the areas in particular is the intersection of Mount Vernon and Shamblake Dunwoody. It's five lanes wide right there. It's intimidating to walk across it. Um, So we're and it also leads from each direction is only two lanes and the residents don't want it widened so we're looking at conceivably a roundabout um, or something to transfix the uh, problem because it's almost critical 
um, I don't even go that way anymore. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Remember, we were taking that left. You wanted to go into that gas station. The BP. The yeah. BP across from Dunkin' Donuts. Right. And so it would have been a left in there and then a left out. And I was like, don't even do it because yeah. you're going to have to. But it was, we had four podcasts that day and I really wanted a Red Bull. <laughs> so. You bring thank, a lot with yeah. you. Thank God you didn't because you had to pee really bad on the way down. <laughs> I did, I did, and if you had yeah. added a Red Bull to that. It would have been worse. You're right. Do, do you want to tell that story? No. Okay. But you can bust into some of that land that's open there. Sure. Um, well, make the roundabout nice and round and big and welcoming. Yeah, you know, it depends on how large it is and how much traffic uh, moves through there. Um, we looked at it a couple years ago and they shot it down sort of, but council did no, it oh. didn't make it that far. Oh. Um, but we're, we're going to look at it again. So who, well, who was they in that case? Uh, the consultants. Oh, okay. okay. So. Is that actually part of this, uh, process? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that what we're going to be talking about on Saturday? Round it's about? one of them. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. That's big. Yeah. yeah. Breaking news. (laughs) We just want to toss it out, let people digest it and think about it and give us our thoughts. Uh, I would love to see that. I mean, I know people that there are people out there that hate roundabouts, but I could see that being a good use for one. Roundabouts are the new hotness all around. (laughs) France installs over a thousand of them a year. Really? That's amazing. And they're really good. Uh, Slowing traffic. and keeping it moving. It's tough when you have all those left turns, uh, like up there. Um, that's why I don't go there way, because when I was going on Mount Vernon and taking a left on Shambly Dunwoody at five o'clock in the afternoon, it's I'm backed up all the way to Ashford Dunwoody. Yeah. So. yeah, a buddy of mine said that he doesn't go to Moondog Growlers because the way that he goes home or something like that, it just doesn't, it's not easy for him to go in, get a quick beer, and then get back out again so there's and you should never drink beer and then drive so well one <laughs> <laughs> or five i don't know <laughs> no again um what were you gonna say i was just it, i mean it's a big that's a big yeah. uh that would be a big change so that um some of the changes are not quite as big but again that's why we want to hear from people um that's why richard's here right mm-hmm. stir it up i know but that would be like a centerpiece change to the village. Like if you started there and then people would be like, wow, like other big things are going to happen. Sure. Yeah, I think folks would get on board. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's in that Burger King yet either. I wonder if you could buy some of that land. Well, the city can buy anything mm-hmm. uh, through an eminent domain, which is... Taking. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but, but it certainly can't pay for everything either. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. there are lots of limits on that. Right. Okay. So what are you no what are you looking for on Saturday? Are you just uh, looking to unveil somewhat of the plans or we're going to be asking uh, people Bring a big curtain in? Yeah, is it going to be like last time where it's more of just a survey and No, it's 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 um is this more of an announcement? No, we're not announcing anything. I mean, okay. we're progressing with uh, ideas and we want feedback on those ideas. Just a step further than last time. Yep. But there will be some images and some maps, and, and here's what it could look like, and here's what this looks like, and what do you think of this? Again, not with a, with a blank slate, but just with, with a, a more refined um, sort of um, description of what everybody wanted last year and putting it into actual details. and co- So really getting down to the specifics of this in a way that it could be presented by the end of the year. Okay. What exactly input. did they say last time? Like, what, what did you hear last time? 
Um, probably 85% of the people said we wanted to change to the overlay. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them were thinking about the buildings. Um, Just the look of the buildings not moving them? Um, no, some of them wanted to, to move them. Yeah. Um, several people uh, said we should throw a hand grenade in the middle of it. I think that was my comment. <laughs> a little extreme. So, no. um, but you weren't the only one. So, um, <laughs> and as a result of that, there were some changes uh, that the council did approve in December, which right. you know um, uh, got rid of the Williamsburg requirements for style. No more drive-throughs for for um, um, new right. um, applications. And um, was there another one? No more banks. That's what, what we heard over and over again. Yeah. But that, but there's a little tricky thing there because um, there is a new bank that just opened, Wallace, and that uh, right, and yeah. that took over for a bank that already existed that had a drive-through. So that no banks doesn't mean no, does it really mean that? And explain the difference, Richard. So under the current zoning, they can go anywhere and everywhere. Um, in the land use part of the zoning, we're trying to put, for example, you can have banks, but they have to be a thousand feet apart or a quarter mile apart or something like that. So the banks will would stay until they left and then um, they couldn't reopen as a bank. You remember in The Wire where they put all the drug dealers on one corner and they let them fight about? Maybe we should just have like a bank area of the village. The banking like, district. You need money, you got to go over there that way. You got me at the wire. I yeah. love that's one of my favorite <laughs> series. Good, right? But um, so with Wallace Bank, uh, you know, we're happy to have them. But they took over space from another bank and did not have to go through the city to. I mean, so you couldn't say, you know, that they're, that's different. It's an existing building with an existing use with existing dri- uh, drive-throughs. So that process was different. So when people say, you know, no more banks, well, yeah, with a little bit of a caveat there. All right, Richard. So what else is going on in the area? Um, Let's get out of the village into the rest of Dunwoody. So Perimeter Center is on fire. Um, we've gotten zoning applications for Ravinia Drive at 285. Uh, That's right when you get off the exit? Yep, the, big, the big hill. Okay. Um, what do they want to do there? They are proposing a hotel, um, retail space, and a restaurant. Ravinia must hate that. <laughs> Unless it's another Ravinia, right? Well, they own the land. So, oh, okay. So that they like there. that. They're they choosing yeah. what goes yeah. there. Yeah. They're happy. So, <laughs> that one is scheduled opposite. to go. That's where we're going next. We're going after Ravinia. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, that one's going to the Planning Commission in uh, July. That's like the only open green space in the perimeter area, I feel right. like. So. Right. Going to do something with it. And the... Um, Brio location, that's all. The geese that pond. Was, yeah, yeah, that was we, approved. Let's call it the geese pond. <laughs> What's happened at the geese pond? I don't know. I, I dr- had lunch there yesterday, and there was no geese around. So. Oh, the word's gotten out. Yeah. So the geese, here, the geese well, are the podcast. They, they, yeah. flew, they flew north. <laughs> they're going to they're come back for their parking spots in the <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's approved and moving yeah. forward. Yeah. We met uh, uh, earlier this week with a new restaurant uh, that is going to open at Perimeter Mall. Oh. Uh, another out parcel uh, restaurant. Is that out by the Lazy Dog? Nope. Different one? Yep. It's on ha- off of Hammond Drive. At Ashford Dunwoody and, Tam- and Hammond? Or no, down it's by on Chick-fil-A? Hammond right across from Chick-fil-A. Okay. So on the other side of the... Okay. Out by the street? Yep. Right. Crowbar that in there. That's what yeah. we want. That's what we so, want out by the street. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. 
a lot of parking there. Oh yeah. So. Is there? There's a lot of parking of everywhere <laughs> at the mall. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, thanks for all the breaking news, guys. Sure. You're welcome. Jennifer Leslie, bring in the story. I'm excited to see everybody on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, guys. All right. Thanks.